Welcome to the Center for the Performing Arts at Penn State. I'm Communications Director Laura Sullivan, and you're in tune with Previews. Chelsea Tipton conducts the Sphinx Chamber Orchestra, a unique ensemble of some of the finest young African-American and Latino musicians in classical music. Previews editor John Mark Raffis speaks with Tipton about his passion for giving opportunities to musicians of color and his desire for reaching out to new audiences. We're very excited to have the Sphinx Chamber Orchestra coming to Penn State for the first time, and I understand this is also the first um, national tour of the orchestra, is it not? Uh, that is correct. The Sphinx Chamber Orchestra is an ensemble made up of uh, what are known as the Sphinx Laureates. They um, audition, and it is an um, orchestra made up entirely of African-American and Latino musicians. Tell me a little bit about what the, uh, the thinking is behind that concept. Well, you know, if you look across the landscape of classical music and art music in this country, and you look at orchestras, there's just a very low, uh, there's not much diversity in the orchestras. Uh, Aaron Dworkin, um, who's a graduate of University of Michigan and Interlochen Arts Academy, saw this, and he wanted to do something to try to change that landscape and change that perception. So he developed this, this competition, as, as, you know, the competition to me is um, secondary. What it does is it brings together people of, uh, as you said, African American and uh, Hispanic descent uh, who have an interest in classical music. When you look at an orchestra, oftentimes when I guest conduct orchestras around the country, I see maybe two, one, some, mostly none, um, uh, African Americans in the in the uh, in the ensemble. And he, he wanted to, to, to use this as a vehicle, the Sphinx competition as a vehicle to showcase young African-American and Hispanic uh, students who are interested in classical music. When I first conducted the group, it, you know, I was amazed at the level of talent this out there, this, this coming out of conservatories, this coming out of the music schools. Uh, and for them to, to come together and see, oh, there are other people like us that have a passion for classical music. You know, in the African-American, I can speak from the African-American perspective, in our culture, it's just not, um, you know, we, we tend to focus more towards choral music uh, or uh, gospel music or more contemporary musical styles. And what I've done in my own career as a conductor is to try to show that music is music, and, and it really does, it, it really is for everyone. Uh, whether it's Beethoven, whether it's Brahms, or whether it's uh, Michael Abels, who's a composer we're doing on the, on the concert, or Vivaldi. All those composers have a, uh, can make a connection with people from all different cultures. Um, I think that's one of the most important messages um, that the Sphinx organization brings to the, brings to the various communities. And what a great way with this tour to go in and for other young people, I think regardless of color or race or religion or anything, it's important for other young people to see young people on stage. It's one thing when you, when, you know, when I was growing up, my parents, uh, my parents were, worked in the black colleges. And so I was always surrounded by, uh, uh, professors and music teachers uh, who are African American, but you just don't see that very often in our in our society. So, um, you know, I, to see other people like myself up there gave me a, a sense of, oh yeah, I can do that too. And for for young people to see other young people who who are you know, focused on art music, 
I think it's an important message to send to various communities, and that's why I really was excited about being part of this tour. The orchestra really seems to have um, arrived on the on the national scene when they debuted at Carnegie Hall in New York City in 2004, and then they've gone back to perform there a couple of times since. and And I believe actually this tour um, also includes, I think, five days after the ensemble performs here at Penn State. Um, you'll be back at, at Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. That kind of visibility obviously gives you national media attention through the New York Times and the other New York papers. How much does that exposure on, on that level spike interest in the in the orchestra in terms of fundraising or um, that sort of thing? Well, you know, playing, playing in New York, uh, Carnegie Hall, Alice Tully Hall, those are kind of stamps of approval that many ensembles use and arts organizations use. That's why New York is such a bastion of great art. To be on that stage, I mean, it also signifies a coming, a certain milestone in one's career. Uh, we're not done. Uh, you, you don't stop after you, you do a concert there. But it was interesting last year, you know, I, I did the Carnegie Hall concert with them, and uh, to see how it trans just being on that stage transformed the ensemble that this is really serious is really important and to have such an enthusiastic audience the audience was filled with a lot of young people um, they had done a lot of out- the organization had done a lot of outreach to various schools so there were a lot of young people in the audience as well as the media to write about the events that were happening on stage uh, you just can't, that type of publicity and that type of exposure just is so important to uh, an, an, uh, an organization having a, a national spotlight. You know, this organization goes at trying to um, diversify this field in many different ways. The music, the, uh, the compositions, the performers, Outreach and outreach is something that's extremely important for all orchestras uh, in this country, especially these times where where money is tight. It's it's not enough for us to say you come to see us, you come to Carnegie Hall to see us, you come to Penn State to see us. It's also as important for us to reach out into the community and say this is what we are about, and to go to various schools, to go to various organizations, and play for them, and and talk about music, and, and then that generates interest. It has to be a two-way street. And it's the same as for conductors. The days of us just sort of coming in and walking and, and conducting a concert and then, then going, back, uh, going back home, it's really over. We need to engage the audience and, and to help bring the audience to understand why we are so passionate about that, because that's where the connection comes. It's, it, it comes by making a connection with about passion and being really into it. Uh, when I worked with the group last year for the Carnegie Hall concert, I was just blown away at how serious they took every little nuance in the music, and they really wanted to get it, quote-unquote, correct, get it right, and, and connect with their fellow colleagues in the group. Um, these relationships, whether it's in the orchestra or the community or with the music, is, is so important. Tickets are on sale now for the Sphinx Chamber Orchestra, October 16th at Eisenhower Auditorium. Order online at www.cpa.psu.edu or by phone at 1-800-ARTS-TIX. For the Center for the Performing Arts, I'm Laura Sullivan.